It's Come on and give God a praise in this house. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Saturday night here at the Recovery Church at New Freedom. We welcome all of our guests, all of our friends from all over, and we believe that tonight, with you in mind, God is in this place. Come on and give him a praise. Let's welcome all of our friends in the Arizona Department of Corrections, all of our friends in the Maricopa County Jail. Come on and give them a hand tonight. Let them know here at New Freedom, we love them and there's a place for them here called home. Hallelujah. So we thank you for coming out tonight, and we just want you to know that you're in the right place at the right time for the right reason. God is in this place. So because of that, because he's here, why don't we just go right into the worship, the praise, and glorify his name.
Let hell know. this house if you thank them. No, you 
Hallelujah. He'll never lose. And we can't lose with what we use. And his name is Jesus.
Hallelujah. Come on and give God a praise in this place. Hallelujah. He is worthy of all the glory, all the honor. We thank God once again for each and every one that is here. I'm going to ask my wife if she'll come and open us with a word of prayer. Praise the Lord, new freedom. I'm going to give you one more chance, just one more chance to let the people know online that we hear and we love the Lord on tonight. Good evening, new freedom. Praise the Lord, new freedom is in the house. So can we bow our heads now for prayer? Just get in your mind what you need the Lord Jesus to do for you. Remember, he's omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time. He's omniscient. He can do anything we need him to do. Just find it in the word, and he can do it. Amen? So, Father, we thank you on tonight. We bless you. We honor you. We glorify you. We declare that you're God. We're so grateful to be here on tonight, Lord Jesus. Father, I ask you to just send your Holy Spirit up and down these aisleways. Meet the needs of your people on tonight. Father, don't let us leave this place the same in Jesus' name. Heal, set free, deliver. Father, just fix all those broken situations. Fix the broken heart, oh God. Let them know that there is a Savior that loves them so much on tonight. Father, we glorify you. We lift our hands to you. We lift our hands to you because there's nobody like you. I thank you, Father, on tonight. I thank you. I love you. I praise you. And my brothers and sisters, they love you on tonight. They love you on tonight. They love you on tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. We pray all these things. And the, oh, and Father, I ask you to bless the preacher on tonight. Bless him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Bless the word that's coming forth, oh God. Let it pierce our hearts. Let it change our lives. Let it encourage somebody on tonight. Now I pray all these things in the name of Jesus. And all the saints of God would say, amen. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord just to update you um, coming up in this month of May in a couple of weeks on the 20th we are going to have a event right here on Saturday night it's going to be the youth the blaze team that's going to be here ministering through uh, gospel rap and poetry and doing some things just a little different than what we normally do Yes, you will get a word, I guarantee you, because every one of these uh, gospel artists are ministers first. And they're not coming to preach, but they are going to minister. And you might not understand that, but I want you all to please show up strong on May 20th. It's going to be a great night. Also, next week, I know we're going into Mother's Day next Sunday. And what we're going to do here is something just a little special, a little different. We know it's Mother's Day. Everybody's not mothers. All our ladies aren't. But we're going to celebrate the ladies on next week. Amen? Yeah. Amen? So, so regardless, we want you to come, have your, your family come, have, have the ladies come out. So we can sell them. If there's mothers, great. If they're just uh, mothers-to-be, even better, if they're women, <laughs> sisters, daughters, aunties, grannies, everybody, come on down next Saturday night right here at the Recovery Church. 
So we want to be a blessing. Amen? Amen. So we do thank God for that. Also, on the 20th, we will be signing up for our next baptism. And the baptism will be taking place on July 1st. July 1st. Amen? Amen. If you haven't been at one of our baptism services, you don't want to miss it. And you'll be able to sign up if you need to be baptized on the 20th. We'll start that weekend, do it for a month so you won't miss out. Amen? All righty. I am thankful tonight just for the opportunity to stand here before the people of God. Um, the God. The God that I serve, he has had me on a mission. He, is, he has been just really dealing with me. Um, as you know, two weeks ago, we, we, we was being loosed from prison, just being released from prison. And a lot of us know that was the prison in our minds because you're not captive inside any longer. Um, last week, it was dealing with, it was time for a change. And we recognized that um, the man that was sitting there at the gate called Beautiful, he had to make up in his mind that he wanted to change. Today, today, God just has me on this mind thing for some reason kind of like the assignment and I'm just always trying to be in tune with what he's saying but I think because he has me on this this path of the mind I think that it's really I know it's always dealing with me first before you all ever get it and then at the same time it's for somebody in this room everybody might feel like they well but I'm here to tell you God wants you to get in mind that you've got to change your mind. I am going to deal with a, a, a portion of a, a familiar scripture. I, I kind of spoke about 10 minutes on it um, about a week ago on Wednesday when we had uh, Drew Unger here. Um, and it's not so much this particular um, gentlemen that we're talking about, and it is, but more or less, I need you to plug in tonight. I need you to, to grab hold of this, what God has for you tonight. Um, I would regularly say that you always understand that God recognize what each and every one of us are dealing with. He's an omnipresent God. As he's standing right here with me right now, he's right there with each and every one of you. And he is trying to get your attention to remind you that what God, regardless of what you're dealing with, frustration, um, issues in your life, habits, addictions, afflictions, whatever it may be, anger, even have some little prejudicenesses on the inside. Whatever that is that you're here tonight and sitting in this room, he's trying to talk to you. We recognize there was a young lad. It was a father who had two sons, a young lad that decided he wanted to take his inheritance and leave his father and go out into a far country. We all know the story. I don't need to re-preach that portion of the story. But the thing was that he found himself in a hog pen. That hog pen represents for a lot of us 
a place that we don't want to be. You all might not understand what I'm saying. I got three amen, so I'm going to have to fix it so that you get the clear understanding of what I'm talking about. I said this young lad was in the hog pen. That hog pen represents some of the circumstances and situations that we said we would never get ourselves into. Matter of fact, some of you are saying, well, I didn't go to prison, so that's not me. I'm not dealing with uh, drug addiction, so that's not me. But what about some of you that are dealing with some financial issues right now? What, of you, what, what about some of you that may be dealing with some relational issues right now? Maybe there's some family problems going on in your hog pen. And this boy, this young lad was in a place that was not very comfortable. Why? Because he was estranged. He estranged himself from his father, from his brother. He gradually lost everything that he had. He lost his friends. He was in a place of total isolation, surrounded by swine. You find yourself sometime in a room full of people and yet in a place of isolation. Hmm. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Find out right where you are right now. You say, well, I'm here listening to this crazy preacher. Yes, but this preacher is speaking to you by the word of God. He's telling you for you to be in tune with God so you can recognize your way out. The boy was surrounded by swine. He's out of money. He's out of friends. He's out of family. So y'all say, ah, okay, well, let's, let's break it down a little deeper. He's out of his identity. Matter of fact, he's out of his integrity. He's out of his dignity. He's out of his self-esteem. I don't know if I'm talking to anybody in this room where you find yourself in a place where you feel you're not worth it, where you feel, you feel, you feel as though things are going so bad for you that you'll never get up. This boy was in this place, but we know where the story goes. Nothing, nothing changed for him. There was no angel that came down while he was in the pen. There was no visitation from God. Matter of fact, there was no Bibles floating around and dropped in his lap. The hogs were still the hogs. They were there. The situation around you is real. Those hogs, they were real. The slop that they were eating that this boy began to eat, it was still there and it was real. The only thing that changed in this situation was this boy's mind. It's the only thing that made things better for him. So what I'm here to tell you is you've got to change your mind. You say, how do you do this? I mean, this boy, he... He didn't do nothing, nothing special, but he did change his mind. 
The mud, it was still there, all wrapped up around his toes, the flies and the gnats. He could have fanned them, but they weren't going nowhere. The Bible tells me that he came to himself. Is anybody in this room ready to come to yourself? How do you come to yourself? The only thing you have to do is get out of the situation you're in right now. And how is that going to happen? Change your mind. The boy, he realized, see, this was, this was the real deal. He left the father, right? When he left, was he not the son? In all of his running and all of his doing, was he still not the son? See, a lot of us will cut ourselves off because we feel we've done things so bad. We've done things so wrong that we're not who we're supposed to be. And I don't care about that tonight. What I care about is that you make up your mind to be transformed. See, see, I, I talked about relationships a few minutes ago, but like, can, can I tell y'all something? You don't need him to come back. Ladies, ladies, you don't need him. Okay, brothers, you, you, you don't need her either to come back. You don't need none of them to pay your bills. You don't, you, you don't need that. You don't need anything else right now but to change your mind. If you could make up in your mind that you want it different than where you are and what you're in right now, it's going to be up to you. A lot of times we deal with a lot of negativity that goes through our mind. I'm not sure who I'm talking to. But this can cause us to be in a stupor also. So a lot of times we want to talk about this brother who didn't do what he was supposed to do and call him the prodigal. But see, I'm going to jump forward for a minute. Because this brother made up his mind that he wasn't going to stay where he was, regardless of how bad it looked, regardless of how nasty he smelt, regardless how ugly he felt, regardless of the things that he has gone through, he made up his mind, 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 make up your mind for something better. So, so, so he, 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 he launched and he went towards the father because he made up in his mind and realized that he was yet still the son. The Bible says that he, he knew that his father, anytime you say your father has hired servants that are eating better than he was, I need to go back home to my father. Some of us got to get in tune with the Father. And when you take that first step, the direction you're going in is propelling you step by step to take it on in. When this young lad made it home and the Father saw him from a distance, it says in the Bible that the Father ran and met him in the condition he was in. 
God wants to meet you right where you are, exactly how you are. I'm tired of folks saying, well, before I go to church, I got to get cleaned up. I got to get myself together. No, come as you are. Let me tell you, I always like to say this. If I have any fishermen in the house, you realize that before you can clean the fish, you got to get the fish in the boat. Tonight, you in the boat, so we're going to clean the fish. We're going to take the scales off. We're not going to cut the head off. Because the head got to think tonight. And I need you to be conscious tonight that you've got to have a changed mind. Now, I talked a minute ago about the negativity that often floats through our mind. What do you mean negativity? I mean negativity against people, against things, against situations. We get ourselves in a bind because we are so negative. Have you ever seen somebody that was so negative that you just hate to be around? What's going on? Nothing. How you feel? I don't know. Do you know this brother? Man, I hate him. <laughs> you working yet? Nobody want to give me a job. The mind. Stop speaking negative and start speaking positive. This older brother, this older brother that was at home, when he recognized that his brother was coming home and the father was setting up a party for this young man because he loved his son. He was once lost, now he's found. He came to a place that he got in, in tune with who he was. He recognized that he had to change his thinking. I say stinking thinking from where he was. That was a stinky place with the pigs. And he changed his mind in such a way that he made it home. Now this other brother who was home all the time had the same amount, as, same amount of money as the younger brother. The Bible says the father split his inheritance to the both of them. So this younger brother had the money. He was in the house. But I like to say he was lost in the house. Why? Because he had such a nasty disposition. He had an ugly disposition. He didn't even care of the fact that his brother made it home. I'm just saying this because brothers and sisters in the house, we've got to be thankful when one comes back to the Lord. We can't look at them any kind of way. Maybe, maybe they want to come up and sit in the front of the church and they get excited because God has done so much for them and we be like, mm, look at them. That negative attitude, it don't take all that. Why are they up there doing all this praising and singing and dancing and holding their hands up and all that? Because they're ready for a breakthrough. They made up their mind and, and, and we're sitting there judging them. Looking at them like we done ate a bunch of lemons. <clears throat> Who they think they are. They, I've been in the church for a long time. I've been in this way for a long time. Exactly, you've been in the way. But people are coming home. People are getting ready to give God praise. And that's what was happening that day. I guarantee you, when that son got there 
and he got his robe and he got his new shoes on and he got his gold, his bling on his fingers, he felt some kind of way. Why? Because he changed his mind and God had things in set in place for him. That other brother, ooh, that other brother. And, and oh wait, let me tell you now, I, we might think that I'm talking just about the negative folks that every now and then get negative because they just that kind of way. But no matter how good of a person you are, no matter how much faith you have, no matter how much money you have, I can guarantee you some negative thoughts will come to your mind. Here I'm to tell you, as a man thinketh, so is he. The moment you change your mind, I want to tell you that there is no devil in hell that can stop you from propelling into the place that God has for you. To where you're back in tune with who, he, who you are. This is why you've got to learn how to Change your mind. Why? For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Let me say that again. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. What we fight with is in our mind. We have to cast down every imagination. Bring it down. Bring it down. I don't know what some of y'all are thinking about. Bring it down. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bring it into captivity. Bring those thoughts. Bring that negativity. Bring that anger. Bring all of it into captivity. You have the authority. Why? Because God has given it to us. Bring it into captivity. Every thought. That's what the Bible says every thought to the obedience of Christ. We're lining up with our Savior. We want to do it right, but what's it going to take? The mind. See, if you understand that the mind is the battleground, I think it was Joyce Myers that wrote the book, Battlefield of the Mind. Matter of fact, there was one back there a little while ago. I don't know, somebody might have it. See, see, he got it. The books back there are for you. Bibles back there are for you so that you can empower yourself. See, when you start thinking on these things, these things, these things, when you start thinking, thinking, thinking on these things, the Bible says, you say, well, what's these things? I'm glad you asked. Somebody asked me that. The Bible says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things you are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, in there by any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Sometimes you need to think on these things. 
the things that are good, the things that are pure, what are those things? The word of God. Get that word down on the inside of you, and it will help you. When I say that this is the battleground, the mind, I want you to know, and some of you already know, there's an angel over here, and there's a mm-hmm sitting over here. I ain't giving him no credit, but he's there. And he's the one that tries to pull you and stir you in the opposite direction to put you back in the pit. To put you back in the pen. Okay, I'll just say it. To put you back in prison. So he's trying. He's trying to do everything he can. You won't get a job. You won't have housing. You won't get your uh, GED. You won't get your social security card. You'll never get a driver's license. You, that's what he's telling you. The devil is a liar. Because here at New Freedom, we believe in you getting everything that you need. Because there's a, there's a, there's an angel in this house. There's an angel in this house. And if you don't believe me, walk around here every day and see the miracles of God. There's an angel saying, you will be successful. You will get a job. You will have housing. You will get your social security. Matter of fact, we're getting rid of all them fines and you're going to get your driver's license back. That's the God that we serve. But if you don't have the mindset to grab hold to what the angel is telling you, I don't know. Chicken again. I got to get up out of here. I got to go to work. You don't even have ID. Where are you going to work at? Sometimes you just need to have some time to yourself. Shut off the cell phone. Shut off the TV. Have some what they call alone time. You and God. You've got to learn how to think yourself clear. Let, your, let this mind that's in you also. That is in Christ Jesus. Let me tell you something. We talk about, talk about it around here all the time. That you have power down on the inside of you. To change the things around you, this is the power that you have. To be able to change the things around you by changing the things within you. So when you have a lot of negativity within you, Allow the power to rise up so that you get a new mindset to do the positive instead of the negative. The Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. In other words, the word transform means metamorphosis, where it just is a changing process. If any of you have seen the butterfly. Starts off as a caterpillar. Ugly little creature. With a whole lot of legs. 
And oh, some of you think they're cute. See, there goes the devil again. <laughs> that, that, that's cute. No, 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 no. It's ugly. Look under the microfire micro, uh, glass. It's ugly. And, 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 oh, this is just so nice. And let it run up and down your arm. He's over here. You know who he is. And, and, and that caterpillar, it, it, it really, you, you say, well, it ain't harming nobody. Oh, no, it eats up plants. Plants is what you have to eat to survive. You, I'm telling you, you got a way of getting to you, and you don't even know. You can't even recognize it. It's ugly. And then, and then it transforms, it changes, it goes into this cocoon. And when it changes, it, it starts to beautify. It's, it's something begins to happen inside there. There's a metamorphosis, there's a transition, there's a change. No longer the way it used to be, transform into who it's supposed to be. And it becomes this beautiful butterfly. I got to hurry up because we're going to get up out of here. Something special happening here tonight. And as it changes. The Bible says transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. So as your mind changes, as you begin to transform into who God's calling you to be, as you begin to see your future. See, I see you now. But your future looks so much better. I'll say this. I'm getting ready to close. If you are really a child of God, and if you're not, we're going to make room for that here in a minute. But if you are a child of God and you find yourself in a place of defeat, what is a place of defeat? That sun in the pen was a place of defeat. You can't change your environment if you don't change your mind. Yeah. Hear what I'm saying. You will never change your situation, your environment, your condition if you don't change your mind. This boy, he, he, he walked. He walked his body. He, he, he got up from where he was. He walked his body in the direction that his mind was going in. Oh, y'all missed that. His, his body, where he was stuck at, followed the direction in where his mind was going. He was thinking on those things. So tonight, please think on those things, good and past, perfect, perfect things. Cast down every imagination. Cast it down. Cast it down. Stop thinking on the, the problems and the vicissitudes of life. Start thinking positive. When negativity comes up, say, mm-mm, not here. Not here. I will succeed. I will move on. I will get a job. I will be prosperous. I will have a place to live. Start speaking those things. And let your body follow your mind. 
Amen? Stand to your feet. I want to pray real quick because we have some treats. We got some something real nice happening tonight. Um, but first, let me just pray. Is there anybody in the house that is not saved and you're ready to give your life to Christ tonight? If that's you, I want you to raise your hand right where you are. Amen. Amen. I see your hands. Any more? Praise the Lord. You, what you, what you're doing right now is allowing your body to follow your mind. And God is saying, this is a beautiful thing. The both of you, if you will come up here real quick, we want to pray with you. Stay right here. God bless you. God brought you here for the right reason at the right time in the right place. God bless you. Now, if there's anybody in the room who are dealing with some, some stuff, as I told you, God's right there with you. We're going to do this real quick. If it's you, come. Only one minute. We want to pray with you. Come. Come stand right around them, behind them. If there's something in your mind, come, come, come. You can't beat it on your own. Let your body follow your mind. Come, come. Mm-hmm. See, I know, I know. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. I had, to, I had to really learn to follow him because he was telling me that the saints of God. See, mo everybody, mostly everybody up here saved. Some might be faking and shaking. But, but, but let me tell you, the fact is, there's folks that's dealing with some things, and this mind has to be transformed. Otherwise, we're going to continue to do what we always did, come out with the same result as we always had. But tonight, it's different. So I want to pray first with these two sisters that have come up to give their life to Christ. And I want you to be um, praying right along with them. Amen? Amen? Repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I'm asking you now to forgive me for all my sins. I confess with my mouth and believe with my heart that Jesus died and rose with all power. I'm asking you now to cleanse me and fill me with your spirit, the power to help me to propel into the things that you would have me to do. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Stay right there. Now, I want to pray for each and every one of you that have come up right now. I want to touch and agree with you that our minds will be transformed by the renewing of our spirit, says the Lord. That's in Ephesians. I didn't just make that up. So, so understand that 